Hi, it's Thursday Night Live. Oh, what a week we've had. Everybody needs to take a deep breath with me. <sighs> Just let it all out. We have been at it, haven't we, a lot of us? Some of us maybe had more laid back in the house, kind of like isolated weeks. Other of us have been able to have been busy in our whatever our essential jobs might be. But anyway, we're so glad that you're tuned in. And we hope that you find this next 15 to 20 minutes just a time for you just to really just settle your heart and be open. That God, we have some encouragement for us today. And um, Enrique's prepared a great message just to uh, tagging on last week on how God's moved into the neighborhood and how we can be the hands and feet of Jesus and how God wants to use us. And especially this Christmas, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. there's still a preparing that we can actually be a voice, just like John the Baptist, preparing the way for the Lord. Because God wants to take residence in all of our hearts. And there are those that just aren't sure they want to let him in. And there's others that maybe he's taken residence, but they've kind of forgotten or they need to be reminded. So anyway, we're excited you're with us. And mm -hmm. moving in part two, the incarnational mission. So we're going to look at Jesus, talk about coming in the flesh. Amen. And so as, as we're going into the season, um, you know, we're going to look at how he, why he came in the flesh, what he did. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to look at, um, just going to describe this. It's known as the incarnation of Jesus. And it comes from uh, Can I just word. tell you what makes me think of? And that Encarnacion from Nacho Libre. Remember that <laughs> yeah. word? That was funny. <laughs> that's, a, that's a cute movie. That's awesome. Ah, sorry. And Let's get serious, Let's Pastor. Get serious. Yeah. So, so the key uh, scripture is... Uh, John 1 14. I love the way it says it in the message. It says, and the word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood. Mm. And so I, I just love that. I love the idea that Jesus, you know, God would come in flesh mm. and blood and then move into our neighborhood, you know, to connect, mm -hmm. to connect with humanity. Mm -hmm. And so we looked at last week, why did he come? And so it basically is based on um, a question that he had in Genesis when the people, when they had uh, fallen. When they were in the garden hiding. and the Lord God was walking in the cool of the day and Adam and Eve hid themselves from the presence of the Lord in the mm -hmm. trees of the garden. And the Lord called to Adam and said, where are you? That's right. That's right. And to this day, um, that's the same question. Mm -hmm. uh, Jesus himself said, the son of man has come to seek and I save that which, that which was lost. Was you know? And so he still asks this question. And so... So there were a lot of benefits in him coming as a human being, and because first he knows what it's like when we're mm -hmm. when we suffer. Uh, many are suffering right now with this COVID thing and other sicknesses and other things going on. Uh, we're praying for many people right now that are going through a lot of physical uh, mm -hmm. uh, trials and stuff, and so we're just praying and that for God's peace. Um, but he, but he knew what he it knows. felt like, so it's yeah. good to know that he knew what it was like to be. To suffer and to be tempted. And to so, be tempted. So yeah. he is someone we can run to and he is able to help us. He is. And and then he also revealed the Father's heart, mm -hmm. you know. And, and so when they asked him, so who is the Father? He says, if you see me, you see my Father. Mm -hmm. And so the same love that God uh, has for us is actually seen through Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. And so, um, and so that's important. And so then the question is, since he came into the neighborhood, oh. uh, our question is, that's what we asked last week. Yeah. How well do you love your neighbors? How well do we know our neighbors? Mm -hmm. And so, which leads to the second part, uh, tonight's teaching. Uh, so why did Jesus come? Uh, well, he came not only to redeem us, which is to buy us back, but mm -hmm. to show us how to be human. And so, um, so since God is still pursuing every person today, 
Let's think about this for a moment. Mm. Are there people that you or I have given up on or written off? Because that's, it's easy to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what are some of the obstacles that keeps us from cutting ourselves off from others? And uh, there's a passage in 2 Corinthians 5, 15 and 16. It says, um, He, Jesus, died for everyone so that those who receive his new life will no longer live for themselves. Mm-hmm. Instead, they will live for Christ who died and was raised for them. So we have stopped evaluating others from a human point of view. Mm-hmm. And so that's what happens when we come to Christ. We stop evaluating others from mm-hmm. a human point of view because if we look at it from an earthly perspective, we're never going to get it right. We're never going to understand a, another person. We're never mm-hmm. going to discern accurately what is going on in that right. other person. I love that Indian, uh, it's an old American Indian, don't judge a fellow Indian until you've walked a mile in his moccasins. Mm. Yeah, that's cool. And uh, it's the same kind of thing. We just don't know what the person's real perspective is or where they, right. what they've been through. Mm. So we need to see each other from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, this uh, author, Hugh Halter, uh, he says, People are not pagans to be converted, projects to be preached at, or mm-hmm. demographics to be reprogrammed. I love that. He says, Humans should never be generalized, categorized, dismissed, judged, or underestimated. Mm-hmm. Every person... Mm, is a story, story. Mm-hmm. rich with history, experiences, creative potential, strengths and weaknesses, clarity and blindness. And although spiritual vertical vertigo is universal, mm-hmm. we must not put everyone in the same box. And mm-hmm. so the goal is to help all of us reorient mm-hmm. ourselves, you know, mm-hmm. to help each other on this journey. Yeah, it's kind of like that soul dementia. I remember I spoke on at a woman's retreat and we called it soul dementia because sometimes... Mm-hmm. The soul forgets the wonders that God has done in your own life. Mm-hmm. We forget the hallmark times that God came through for us. Mm-hmm. We forget them. Or we forget people. We forget how people really came through. You know, when we start to think, oh, I don't trust people. Or, oh, they're just, nobody's ever there for me when I need them. Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't think that's really the case. I think sure. sometimes we just get spiritual vertigo. We get a little disoriented mm-hmm. when things change, when our routines are changed up and you know, like for all of us, being brought back into our house again, it causes a little bit of a spiritual vertigo. But this is a real time for us, especially during the holidays, that we really can be incarnational. We really can bring Jesus into the neighborhood. That's right. That's <laughs> right. And so so we need to respect uh, people's journey. We must become lovers of people mm-hmm. as we learn to become deep listeners. Yeah. And learn to bring dignity to people's spiritual so journeys. So you know, we need to validate where they're at. Um, mm-hmm. You know, whether they agree with us or they're in the same place where, where we are, that's not the point. The mm-hmm. point is, how do we help them on their journey? And of course, our desire and hope is that they would experience the things that we're experiencing with mm-hmm. the Lord. Um, but uh, they're on their journey. And so our role is is just to validate their journey and, and, and to, uh, as far as their wanting to seek after those things mm-hmm. and then hopefully point them out to mm-hmm. something you know, to something that we've learned mm-hmm. about uh, what the Lord has done for us. And so so when you hear what has happened to them or not happened to them regarding spiritual matters, you must identify with them or put yourself in their shoes so that may kind of like what you said. So that maybe someday you can help them see Jesus mm-hmm. as separate from That's those right, bad experiences. Right. You know, so Jesus he recognized what he faced while he walked the earth. Um Jesus was speaking to someone. He says, I have come into the world to give sight to those who are spiritually blind and to show those who think they see 
that they are blind. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, there was a there was a, a switch that he was trying to give to or share with the people to say, you know, I'm going to give sight to those that are spiritually blinded, mm -hmm. that recognize that they're spiritually blind. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to show those who think they see that they're blind, that they're missing it, mm -hmm. you know. And that's what he did when he confronted the religious leaders because they thought they had it. They thought they knew everything. And they were, they were saying all kinds of things about him. And he's like, you missed it. You mm -hmm. missed it. And so he, he, even he understood mankind while, when he was on the cross when he was dying. Mm -hmm. You know, he was on this cross, and it says in Luke 23, when they came to a place called the skull, they nailed him to the cross, mm -hmm. and the criminals were also crucified, one on his right and one on his left. And Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they're doing. And so even there, you know, here's mm -hmm. Jesus on the cross, and he looks up, he's got this perspective. He's looking up at the Father. And he, he knows says, that we're dumb sheep, yeah. Yeah, and he says, they don't know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. You know, they're just, they just don't get it. They don't understand. Mm -hmm. Which leads to another uh, passage for us, how we're to apply all these things that we're talking about and be able to help one another. Uh, it's found in Galatians chapter 6, verse 1. And that says, Brethren, if a man is overtaken in any mm -hmm. trespass, you who are spiritual... Restore such a one in the spirit of gentleness. Consider yourself, That's lest you true. also be tempted. Right? Mm -hmm. And so, so I want to break that scripture down a little bit. You know, that word or overtaken uh, means to learn, to learn something by surprise, to detect, to be surprised, to be caught, to be discovered. It's just something like, oh, I didn't, oh man. You know, I, I love that verse in Genesis. It was a big foundational verse in our Nothetical Counseling. Sin is crouching at the door. And you, it's desires for you, but you must master it. You must master if you it. do well, will not your countenance be lifted up? I think it's so important mm -hmm. that we understand that there is an enemy to your soul mm -hmm. and an enemy that is secretly moving mm -hmm. in different different ways and in different That's times. Right. But we need to understand that um, you have the ability to master it. It says, if you do well, will not your countenance be lifted up? So if we do right, if we do well... The feelings follow. Things mm -hmm. get better. Mm -hmm. It's when we believe the, the lie, up. when the sin's crouching and we fall into it. And even if we do, and we're the person watching someone else, remember, speak into them and tell them, you can overcome this. Mm -hmm. You can master this. Mm -hmm. You don't have to agree and believe these lies. That's right. So many times, that's what happens to people. That's right. And so, so and then he mentions the word trespass. And it's like falling aside or beside uh, crossing a line. Uh, to stumble mm -hmm. or or uh, to lose your footing, it means like a false step or a slip or a lapse. Mm -hmm. And 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 this, you know, we have our moments. I mean, we're we're people, we're human beings, and there are moments that we may cross a line. There are moments that we may slip and stumble and fall. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There are moments that we just choose to, you know, just because we're miserable or whatever. Mm -hmm. But different different reasons, different things, and so we need to recognize that that's just a reality of who we are as human beings. Uh, but yet at the same time. We're called to, to come along and to help mm -hmm. each other. And so he says, you who are spiritual, in other words, if you right now are in a good place, right? You, you're, you know, you've received God's spirit. He lives in you. Uh, and you're in a good place right now. And you mm -hmm. see someone that is struggling, right? First, mm -hmm. make sure that you're in that good place. If mm -hmm. you're not, then, then you know, maybe help someone, find someone to help you and the other person. But... Um, but the key is to, if you are in a good place, if you are you that are walking in the Spirit, restore them. 
You know, and that word, that word restore means a lot of things, but it means to help us. It's to help kind us. Kind of gives us back our vision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it helps to strengthen, to perfect, mm-hmm. to complete, and to make one what he ought to be. That's, That's the nice. goal. It's just to get them back to what God had originally intended mm-hmm. in their lives and in our lives. God had a vision when he was, you know, knitting us in our mother's womb. He had dreams. He had thoughts. And, and so... Our goal and our role as, as leaders and as people is to help each other discover that and to get there, get them back to that mm-hmm. place. And then um, uh, the word is res- to reset. Uh, it's like a broken bone. You know all about resetting. Yes. We reset the bone to help reduce the pain and promote the healing and restoration. That's right. So it's like when we mend mending a fishnet, we should repair the torn relationships. I love that. That's right. And then another word is refitting. It's like refit a ship after a difficult voyage. Uh, we should fix the damage, restock mm. the supplies, and prepare the vessel for its next voyage. Yes, that's what we're doing. We're sp- mm-hmm. we're calling forth destiny in people. And we're telling them, you can get on that adventure again. Mm-hmm. Let's fix things that have been hurt. Let's restock you with the abilities that you really already have. Mm-hmm. And let's prepare you because we're going to be sending you out again. That's right. Trusting and believing again. That's right. So it's about repairing. It's about refitting, you know, getting them ready for this the next voyage. It doesn't come easy, and it doesn't come simply. Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes work, mm-hmm. and but the key with all this is that we need to have a spirit of gentleness, yeah. right? We just need to be gentle with each other. Um, this mm-hmm. word is tied to the fruits of the spirit. It's in Galatians six twenty-two, I think twenty-three. Um, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, mm-hmm. faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Mm-hmm. That's all part of what we're to carry with us as we. Those are like tools that we hand over to the mm-hmm. people that need mm-hmm. some restoration, that need some comforts, that need some some uh, someone just to come alongside and love on them. Mm-hmm. And then the key, he says, in the middle of all this, he says, I want you to consider yourself. Mm. In other words, think about where you are. Mm-hmm. Um, it's to continually acquire information regarding something with a, a, to, a, a concern to how to respond appropriately and to be aware of or to be concerned about. You know, be consider yourself lest you also be tempted. I feel like a lot of us can feel like, you know, I don't know about me. When I lived in Buffalo, you know, I had these great opportunities to work with the chapel. And we met a good church and we did so many great things. And then when I moved to Catalina and everything was such on a small scale, I started to feel like, you know, did I not do something right? You know, Mm -hmm. Um, does God, did I not respond appropriately the first time? Am I getting put back on the shelf kind of thing? And that wasn't it at all. Right. He was fine-tuning, strengthening within my own family, um, strengthening a love for that he wanted me to have that he'd already given me for the island and understanding what it meant to reach the whole community and not just the church family. So God was doing something. And so I think it's important that you speak that into other people's lives when That's they right. might say to you, I don't know, God usually was using me and I was doing this and look at me now or gosh, now with COVID, I don't even, I can't. I can't bring people over. Our Bible study hasn't been meeting. Or This is the era where we can embrace technology. Pick up the phone every day and think of someone in fellowship with them on the mm-hmm. phone. Those mm-hmm. people that might not have a lot of people calling them. Those people that feel like they've been defeated or judged or kind of outcasted from whatever group. You could be the hands and feet of Jesus to just reach out to them and begin to strengthen them. You know, in Hebrews 12, 12, 13, it says, Therefore, strengthen the hands which hang down in their feeble knees. Make straight the paths for your feet, so that which is lame may not be dislocated, but rather be healed. That's, That's right. great. That's right. 
And so that's what we're to do, you know, help, help each other. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's it, you know, life is tough sometimes. And um, especially right now with all that's going on, uh, it's, it's gotten us all mm-hmm. disoriented in some ways mm-hmm. because we've never done this before. And, and so we're still trying to find our way. We're still trying to figure it out. And so um, one of the passages that James uh, shares in his letter, he says, My dear friends, if you know people who have wandered off from God's truth, mm-hmm. don't write them off. That's true. Right? Don't don't write them off. It's like, oh, oh man, bummer. And then we just like go Yeah, we off, forget right? about them. He says, go after them. Right? Go after that one. You know, Jesus spoke about a mm. shepherd uh, that would leave the 99 to go after the one. Go after them. Get them back. Right? And you will have rescued precious lives mm. from destruction and prevented an epidemic of wandering away from now, God. Now, that's the epidemic we need to be most worried about. That I is mean, the, the most important. Amen. The pandemic is definitely difficult. It's difficult, especially, you know, first-line responders, you know, healthcare workers. It is so hard to see the tragedy that we're seeing in people mm-hmm. uh, so sick mm-hmm. and so many people sick at the same time. So you're just feeling this burnout. But the epidemic of wandering away from God has such has such a greater um, devastation mm-hmm. because if you take hope and promise and an unending love and an unending perseverance that they He will not leave us nor forsake us, that's what gives us the strength and the fortitude to get through times like pandemics. That's right. So the real wandering away from God is the thing that we, as His people, we need to be looking for those people to bring them back. That's right. That's right. And and so it's like an epidemic and going into becoming a pandemic, mm-hmm. right? It it starts off small, smaller, and all of a sudden it starts to mm-hmm. infect other people. Mm-hmm. And so it's important for us, you know, if you see someone that's out there wandering, just go after them, mm-hmm. you know? That's because good. guess what? You'd want someone to go after you. That's right. Right? Absolutely. Right? And so, so if you're serious, and Colossians says, if you're serious about living this new resurrection life with Christ, act like it. Pursue the, the things over which Christ presides. Mm-hmm. Don't shuffle along, eyes to the ground, absorbed with the things right in front of you. Look up and be alert to what is going on around Christ. That's where the action is. Mm-hmm. See things from his, his perspective. perspective. That's good. Right? And so you have some homework. Oh my goodness, we love homework. Okay, let's see. Have you taken the time to listen to your unique spiritual stories of the people around you? Let people tell their stories. Mm -hmm. Let people tell you maybe what they're feeling like they need restored and what they feel like they've lost. You know, be creative. Schedule a coffee time. It doesn't have to be in person. Tell Mm -hmm. someone, I'm going to call you at this time. Get yourself a cup of coffee. Put your feet up and let's talk. Um, There are creative ways to connect. Zoom. I mean, there's so many ways now with uh, FaceTime Messenger, FaceTime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, just so many different ways of connecting. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's not the same as face to face, you know, but it's pretty close. I mean, it it definitely helps. You and can look so, like think of it this way: you can have a bad hair day and nobody knows. You can have bad breath and they'll never know. You can wear your ugliest outfit, or you can you can just look like a, a slob and nobody would ever know. That's right. So there are definitely benefits for. For having not everything done in person. That's right. You know, it's funny. We we are just so blessed. We have so many viewers now because obviously we're all shut in. So people are like, oh, I'll watch a video. I got I got 15, 20 minutes. Um, but I've been getting a few little messages about how they really um, miss us singing. And or myself, you know, if it, ending with the song. So, Pastor, why don't you go ahead and you can pray for us. And I'll end with just a little okay. song for the holidays. Okay. Right? All right. Father, I pray, Father, for every person. 
uh, out there that is listening to this message, I know that they know someone um, that has wandered, someone that is struggling. And I pray, God, that uh, you would bring that person to mind at this very moment and that they would know, Father, that that person has been placed there by you so that they could pursue, you could, you could have them pursue their friends and family members or whoever has drifted. Uh, Father, I pray also for them um, and for myself and us mm -hmm. that you would keep us uh, mm -hmm. uh, alert and aware, Father, that we too uh, have our own struggles. We too can mm -hmm. uh, easily find ourselves wandering. And so, Father, I pray, God, that you would watch over us and that you would help us as a, as a community to love each other, to help each other, and, Father, to have grace and mercy mm -hmm. and to be able to see things through your eyes. And mm -hmm. so, Father, go before them. Bless their week and bless their time. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name. Amen. song that comes to mind is Emmanuel, God with us. So you guys know this song. Sing it with me. Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel that mourns in lonely exile here until the Son of God's revealed. Come on, sing it with me. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. Love you guys. See you next week.